Welcome to this episode of the My Sports Now podcast. I'm Matthew Doyle, the sports director at 9 and 10 News. And I had a chance to talk with Odema Heights and Central Michigan University alum Alex Rose. And Alex has had a unique journey to competing in the Olympics in the distance throw. And he continues to compete on the national stage. The last time that I talked with him was in 2020. So a lot has changed during that time. Enjoy our latest conversation. I'm pretty sure the last time that we had a chance to talk was before the Olympics. I don't even think we had a chance to talk about your Olympic experience. So I figured we could start with that. I imagine that had to be an interesting one and also a pretty exciting one as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, uh, the Olympics were incredible. It was uh, it was a weird Olympics. It was unique um, having no, no fans in the stands. And, you know, my, my family had to refund their plane tickets and, and refund the Airbnb and everything. But, um, it was, it was incredible. It's, it's hard to not appreciate an Olympic games. And you were the, you brought the flag out, right. For your country. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I was, I was the flag bearer for Samoa. Um, that was a huge honor and, you know, the meat didn't go how I wanted. I, I wasn't feeling so great. I got a little bit sick over there with some sinus issues and, and everything. But, you know, all all competition aspects aside, just being able to represent Samoa and, and carry their flag, it was incredible. Yeah, and you were in 2016 as well. So you got to experience both sides of seeing a normal Olympics and seeing this one. How did How did it compare? Yeah, I will say the Rio Olympics were probably a little more fun. Um, I got to meet a lot more athletes and, and kind of interact with the home crowd and, and see the people in, in Brazil and in Rio. That was great. Um, yeah, it was, it was a weird dynamic knowing, knowing how it feels at both of the Olympics. Yeah. What, a so we had a pair of, uh, f- female athletes that competed in the winter Olympics. What, uh, what were the guidelines? Were they pretty similar guidelines? I imagine with COVID and everything, probably having to stay very isolated the entire time. Yeah, absolutely. You you were pretty isolated the whole time. Even in the village, you had, you wore your mask the whole time. And, and Tokyo was very hot. It was over ninety degrees pretty consistently. So it was uh, just walking to the calf, walking back to your room, and waiting to compete, and then shortly after competing, just flying home. You know. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, so, and I forget, where was 2016 again? 2016 was in Rio, in Brazil. So you probably got to experience more of Rio at that point than you did in Tokyo this time around? Yeah, yeah. I I was able to go sightseeing, go to the beaches, see Christ the Redeemer, um, you know, get some some authentic Brazilian street food. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, the food was, was the highlight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what was the, uh, like, I remember even, um, when I was talking to the girls, like they had to isolate for like almost two weeks before, like they couldn't see anybody before. What was before you had to travel over there? What was that like? Yeah. So I, I was very isolated. You know, you, you're trying not to risk anything, seeing anybody to, to hinder the chances that you have. Um, going to Tokyo. So yeah, we, we, my wife and I stayed home pretty, pretty frequently. Uh, we didn't go out much. We didn't do anything. And, uh, yeah, it, it was tough, but I'm glad, you know, no, no positive tests before heading out or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine how heartbreaking that would be, especially for the Olympics, which only happened once a year, almost, or once every four years, I should say, but, uh, not in this scenario, but, um, so, with uh when 
then you just recently competed in the world championships, correct? Yes, correct. So, and that was here in the United States. So what was that experience like? Oh, it was, it was incredible. So it's, um, for those, those of you who don't know, um, the world championships is essentially the Olympics on a non-Olympic year. So it's got all the same competitors. Um, the top 32 in the world basically qualify. Um, and for this one world championships, it was the first, the first championships of my family was able to actually watch me in, you know, because of, uh, the, the delay in Tokyo and everything. And, um, it was a very, very special moment for me. Yeah. And I, I saw your Instagram post, the first Samoan to advance to the finals of the world championship for yep. your comp your competition or overall, um, overall and any, any track and field event. So it was, it was pretty cool. It was cool to, to make history for a, a small nation that, doesn't get many opportunities to showcase, you know, on the, on the world stage. Yeah. Remind me again, uh, is it your dad or your mom that has? Yeah. My, my dad was born and raised in Samoa and okay. then he moved over when he was 20. So. Gotcha. Yep. And, and then you, is it, th were you, how, how do you end up having the capability to compete for them? Yeah. Again? So, uh, how it works is if you were born and raised in Samoa and you, you have citizenship, your kids are eligible for um, Samoan citizenship uh, yeah. regardless of where they're born. Okay. Nice. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, this has been quite the experience for you. And uh, I saw, I think I saw on one of your posts, like you had hashtag Birmingham 2022. Yes. What's, is that the next competition for you? Yeah. So that's, that's for the Commonwealth games. So that's a, it's a huge, uh, once every four year championships, um, with all the countries that are associated with the crown, the Commonwealth of Britain. Okay. Nice. What, uh, so what, what's that schedule looking like? When are you, are you traveling right now? Or I imagine COVID hopefully that doesn't play too much of a factor for you. Yep. So, um, I'm basically isolating right now and, um, I'm feeling a lot better. I anticipate that I'll probably be testing negative tomorrow or the next day. Um, and my flight isn't until Friday. Worst case scenario, I push it back, push it back to Saturday or Sunday, and then um, I'll be out. So I'm cutting it close, but I should be okay. Yes. So where, I, I think I saw, is that in Australia or is that, or did I see the wrong one? So it's, it's in the UK. Yeah. The, the prior UK, one in 2018 okay. was in Australia. Yep. This one's in gotcha. Birmingham, England. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, what what days will you be competing? What uh, what's that schedule looking like? Yeah, I compete next Tuesday and Thursday. Okay, nice. And then, um, so when you compete in events like this, how often do you get to talk with people from other countries? Yeah, so uh, as you compete at more of these meets, you really kind of gain gain a friendship with a lot of people from all over the place. So. You know, when I when I see uh, the the other throwers from the UK or or uh, Jamaica, everyone's friends. Everyone's friendly with each other, and and you know knows how everyone else's season is going, and you kind of gain friends all over the world in a way. Yeah, how often do you uh, compete in these tournaments? That does competing well in the World Championships does that qualify you for any of these, or is it all based on past results and seeing where you rank? Yeah. So it's, it's all based on, um, on your current marks that season. Uh, for example, for both the Olympics and the world championships, they take the top 32 in the world. Um, 
who are, who are ranked the top 32 in the world that year. So um, having said that, I, I don't think it's going to be a problem to, to qualify for the next worlds or the, or the next Olympics for the next few years. Just finishing eighth is, is kind of well within that 32. Okay, nice. And then, uh, I mean, that's got to be pretty exciting for you just to know that you have that as, as long as no injuries come along or anything like yeah. that, that you, you have that opportunity. Cause I remember, I think we talked in 2020 at the time, I think we've been doing stories on you since 2016, but yeah. um, I think we talked in 2020 when you had that disappointment of like debating, what do I do with, with this? Because COVID just came and crashed that opportunity for you to go to the Olympics. Um, just knowing that you, you did, you did get to compete in the 2022 Olympics and you could compete in a future Olympics. That's, that has to be such a relief for you after going through that entire 2020 situation. Absolutely. After the Olympics were delayed in 2020, I definitely changed my outlook a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm just happy to be able to travel and be able to, to go to competitions. So I'm, I'm definitely savoring every moment now. Yeah, that's good. And uh, how are, how are you and the family? I know like you were debating family life, how everything was going to happen on that end. Yeah, everything is great. So I'm, I'm working full time on top of uh, training full time. So I'm, I'm very busy. And uh, we're about to get even busier as I have a, uh, a child on the way. So my wife's pregnant yes. and she is due November 8th. All right. Congratulations. We, uh, yeah. Thank our, you. I, my son turns one year old, one year old uh, this week. So I, I know that can be a, a lot to handle. So yeah, congratulations. <laughs> That's great. No, but no, it's definitely one of the best things in the world. So pretty happy for you too. And uh, happy for you as well. This is a pretty exciting. Um, exciting few years for you and definitely looking forward to seeing how you do the rest of the way out. Um, I was wondering, um, for the story, am I able to use like any of the videos that you posted on Instagram? Absolutely. Yeah. Feel free okay. to use anything you want. Okay. And then, yeah, we obviously have stuff of you working out in the past from yeah. okay. the other stories that we came down and visited you. Are you still in the Grand Rapids area? Uh, yes. Yep. Okay. I'm in Grand Rapids. Okay, gotcha. And then from Odema Heights originally and went to yep. CMU. Yep. All right, perfect. Well, Alex, thanks again a lot for taking the time. Best of luck uh, in Birmingham and looking forward to seeing how you continue to do. And best of luck becoming a, a new dad. Is it? Do you know if it's a boy or girl? Yeah, but it is a boy. So okay, I'm, nice. I'm excited. You know, I, I wouldn't have cared either way, but. I like knowing that maybe I'll be a little bit more familiar with, with how to be a parent right. to a boy. So we'll see. That's we'll what see I said. I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm just going to be a dad of girls. And that's, you know, it's a boy. I'm like, all right. So if you have Samoan, is he, I don't think so. I think, okay. I, I don't, th I think there's a way to do it. I think we would have to live in Samoa for a little while. Um, huh. but you know, Hey, who knows? Maybe we will. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, they have, yeah, they have to be at some point. All right. We can't just keep letting people yeah. be <laughs> right, right. all these people yeah. being born to Samoans, but yeah. awesome. Yeah. Best of luck on being a dad. Best of luck on uh, Birmingham and continue to pursue this career. It's pretty exciting for you. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the My Sports Now podcast. You can find more of our podcasts and stories from all sports in northern Michigan on our website, mysportsnow.com.